And welcome back to the Holy Hardwood Podcast with Pat and Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, happy days. What a great day it is with an opportunity to advance to the in-season tournament championship with the defeat of the Los Angeles Lakers in tonight's primetime matchup. Um, when looking at that matchup, um, how are you feeling going into it? And, and maybe some, what are some of the key um, points you, you really are looking for this game to, to ultimately deliver us the outcome we're looking for? Yeah, Pat, you know, it's always a good day when it's game day, game day edition here on the Holy Hardwood podcast, you know, really excited about the game. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for all the guys on the team and just going into it. You know, I feel, you know, this is a pretty good matchup for uh, the Lakers. I think physically, if we, we stay um, driving into the paint and using force on the rim and using pressure, uh, I think that kind of back line of theirs uh, will get tired and hopefully you can get some fouls on AD early and then that'll kind of throw some matchups off. But, you know, just looking at their their starting lineup out there, they probably go AD on Zion to get him some length and to maybe disrupt him there. And then, you know, LeBron probably goes on JV, um, so on and so forth. But, you know, I, I, I like our guys up against their guys uh, all day, any day of the week, especially in this environment. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting a big game out of B.I. again tonight. Former team he's playing, I think he kind of puts that final stamp um, from when he was traded about four or five years ago. So, you know, really excited. I uh, would love to hear kind of your reactions or how you think the game might go tonight. Yeah, and thanks for uh, lobbing that one up to me. Um, certainly excited, right? A lot of a uh, lot of very important, um, you know, things that can be taken out of this game, and and certainly when when looking to a matchup like this against a a team like the Lakers, right? A, a historic franchise, a, a team with a long um, extended history of of being successful in this league and contending for for championships, albeit not an in season tournament, but. Um, certainly a team that, that has a history of, of playing in big games and, and coming out on top more times than, um, than not. But, you know, this matchup to me is, is a battle of styles, right? It's, it's two teams are gonna, that are going to play um, two pretty drastically different styles, in my opinion. Um, one, you got New Orleans, who um, is the younger team, the more athletic team, a, a team that does have um, a little bit more depth um, in the rotation, um, compared to a team in Los Angeles, right, that, that is very, very top-heavy, led by two guys, um, the likes of, you know, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, but then at that point, you know, they, they do have a pretty significant drop-off, um, right, when looking at their rotation guys, but but guys that certainly can make you pay um, if, if you give them too many opportunities and, and lack focus and discipline while you're playing out there. Um, I certainly would like to piggyback off the the sentiment that you had pointed out about, um, you know, being aggressive, playing inside the paint, uh, putting a lot of pressure on the rim. Um, you made a very good call out regarding the the Lakers front court depth. Um, obviously, we know how talented and gifted Anthony Davis is and, and the impact that he can have on a game from the interior um, defense aspect. Um, but but outside of him, right, they, they don't have a lot of size and a lot of length and a lot of experience. Um, especially when looking at a guy like Jackson Hayes coming off their bench, right? Um, that's a young guy that, that the Pels fans have a lot of history and, and knowledge on. 
So uh, it certainly would be advantageous for New Orleans um, if they do come out and, and do try to put a lot of pressure on the rim, um, really focus on getting into the paint and, and playing off two feet and, and putting a lot of pressure on AD and, and LeBron himself, who we both think will be slotted against JV, right? That's a lot of, a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility for those two guys to, to hold up over 48 minutes. Um, so I think that's certainly one thing to look out for from, from the Pels side of things. Um, in terms of, of the Lakers, right, it's, it's pretty similar to what we've seen from a Le- LeBron James-led team um, in recent history, right? He, he's going to want to run the show, dictate the pace, um, dictate the tempo, um, the, the playing style, right? He's going to tr- want to drive, um, drive home the, the focal point on that and, and be the decision maker for his team. Um, also, he's expecting and, and hoping for Anthony Davis to have a big night on the offensive end, which certainly takes a lot of pressure off the rest of those guys. But you're gonna you're gonna see a team that's gonna try to get to the get to the rim as well, but are really looking for kickout threes for guys like Torian Prince, D'Angelo Russell, um, Austin Reeves, right? Um, but as a whole, right, they certainly don't want to get out in, into a um, very high scoring game, play in the open floor. Um, I think that would be suited more for a team like the Pelicans with their length and, and youth and athleticism. So it, it's going to be very pivotal to to survive the the runs that they're going to go on because you know they're going to hit some shots from the perimeter and LeBron's going to um, go on his runs that he's able to manufacture by himself, albeit they're not as um, forceful and as extended in, in terms of duration as he once was able to do earlier in his career. But but he certainly is able to put his footprint um on this game and, and certainly can control a lot of, um, a lot of the direction that this game is going in. So, um, first and foremost, you got to take care of your own responsibilities, right? You, you can't worry about what LA is going to do. You know, the Pelicans have got to come out and play their style of basketball. They need to play as a group. The big three's got to pick their spots and, and take efficient shots from the field and, and really make, you know, Los Angeles guard them. Um, I think you, when looking at this Laker team, I think they're a team that's going to guard you hard for the first 10 to 12 seconds of the shot clock. But I think at that point, if you make them work and you make them rotate and you make them guard when you're putting on the floor, I think that's going to lead to, to pretty much any shot you want. Um, you know, that's kind of why I'm, I'm hammering home the point that New Orleans has got to worry about um, their scheme, their game plan, and, and not get too wrapped up in the, the head-to-head matchups and, and battles that we know that, that can easily be, um, you know, fallen into when looking at this matchup. Yeah, Pat, a lot of great points there. And, uh, you know, we've, we've kind of discussed this off the air and, you know, with Zion, I, I think this game plays into his hands. And um, I don't know if you call it a prove it game for Zion, but how would you expect, you know, him coming into this situation tonight, um, second time being in a big game? And then do you see a certain you know, if the Pels get to this number, that's a pretty safe number of uh, out, outcome-wise in a win or a loss. Yeah, first, when, when looking at Zion, I think Zion's going to take a lot of what he learned from that Sacramento game, right? One of his first experiences being in a big game like that. Um, I think you're going to see him come out very aggressive to begin with. We've seen him the last three or four games be somewhat passive to start the games, getting other people involved, which has been good for for the role players, right, finding their rhythm and, and knocking down shots throughout the game. But um, you found Zion's rhythm and um, his confidence um, 
waver a little bit, right, as he wasn't getting a lot of early buckets and, and a lot of early touches. So I think not only one is that going to be his focal point to, to get himself in a good rhythm, um, but I think it's also going to be a focal point of, of New Orleans, right? I think they know um, the importance of, of having an engaged Zion, a confident that's, or a Zion that's playing with a lot of rhythm. Um, and, and that version of Zion is one that, that puts an extraordinary amount of pressure on that Lakers defense. So, um, you know, I personally see this as a game that I think Zion is going to come out and have a big night. I think we're going to ride him early, um, put a lot of pressure on that rim, you know, even in shots that he doesn't finish, um, you know, knowing the, the defensive scheme, the Lakers are going to play any shot that he can get, you know, within six feet of the basket and get that ball on the backboard and the rim is, is a good possession for us. Cause you love JV on the other side, um, with an undersized LeBron trying to keep him off the glass. So, Certainly a, a big opportunity for our front line to um, impose their will early. Um, but also I think it's going to be a game that um, as you get through two, two and a half quarters uh, of this game, you're going to start seeing them uh, make adjustments defensively and, and maybe try to take the ball out of Zion's hands and make him operate in other spots. So that's when you're going to need guys like CJ and Brandon to start hitting some of those timely buckets, get to the free throw line. Uh, I would imagine they will be, situations and opportunities for each one of those guys to, to hit some perimeter shots and, and really put um, an extensive amount of pressure on that Lakers defense by keeping them stretched out and not allowing them to really hone in on Zion um, and JV on the interior. Um, as for a, a number in mind, I think if you're able to get this game to probably probably north of 115, I would think um, that's, that's a number that you would feel really confident about. Um, you know, you obviously know that a guy like LeBron and AD, um, you know, not considering what their efficiency is, but you know that they're probably going to account for 50 to 60 points in a game like tonight, um, which is which is fair, right? Two high caliber players like that. Um, I would expect our big two of, of Brandon and Zion to be somewhere around that 55 to 60 um, points if, if we want to come out with a win. But I certainly feel like our team has a lot easier time um, identifying and locating 60 additional points to get us to, you know, 115, 120, as as does the Lakers, right? Unless, you know, you have a guy like Austin Reeves or D'Angelo Russell that is very, um, very spurty, right? He's very hot and cold from the perimeter. But if he does have it going, that's a guy that can put up 20, 25 points. So um, I think that that needs to be a, a big area of concern and, and focus is not letting those other guys get off too early and letting them build up a lot of confidence and rhythm. Um, if you're able to do that, like I said, I think if you're around that 115 mark, I think you, you start to feel really comfortable because um, if you get that production from Zion and Brandon, it shouldn't be very hard for, for the Pels to be able to find another 50, 60 points among the rest of their um, high-level scorers. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I'd say even 110, 115, I think that definitely gets you the win if you're in the 115, 120 range. But even 110, you see like, just by saying AD and Braun go for that 30 each and, and Austin Reeves or D'Angelo Russell having to go for that 20 to 25, you know, after those, you know, four guys, there's not a lot of scoring that really happens on that team. You know, Prince might throw in a few here, Reddish, same thing. And then really their bench after Reeves, like you got Jackson Hayes, Max Christie, and, you know, maybe one other guy, like, if you're doing anything that we know capable of like defensive wise, you know, that 110 number beca somewhat becomes that magic spot in my eyes. Yeah. Um, 
but you just never know how a game's going to go and how up pace it is. But even, you know, maybe it's a lower scoring game where if you can get to 100 or 105 and you're really efficient at the free throw line and, you know, getting stops late and not turning the ball over, maybe that's what gets you the win too. But um, definitely agree with the point that uh, we have a lot more guys that you can go and find that additional 40 to 60 points uh, here or there, depending on, you know, if you're making shots and getting to the line. Yeah, fair, fair points. I mean, I think the really at the end of the day, um, really what you're asking out of Zion and Brandon is to match whatever performance AD and LeBron are have to have, whether that's 40, 50, 60, whatever it is, right? As long as those two guys can match that level of production to pretty much offset that, then you look to the rest of your team knowing that you have a lot deeper team with, with a lot more ability to to really um, score in, in a high volume, right, when looking at guys like JV, CJ, um, and even a guy like Trey Murphy, right? Um, those guys all are able to, on a given night, find you 15 to 20 points a night. So um, I think that's the big thing. If you see them come in close to that, that pair from L.A., then I think you certainly feel um, really comfortable. Yeah, I mean, that that's the main thing is as long as you can cancel that out. You know, CJ's been in these big moments. Uh, you know, Trey and Herb in their young careers, you know they're all about it. Uh, even Jose and Najee off the bench, they've just got that edge. And, you know, I love the point that you were saying that, yeah, the Lakers might be able to guard you for 10 to 12 seconds and all of that. And after that point, you know, it gets significantly tougher for them. Uh, you know, because we can create matchups and other things, but, you know, we don't want to take away our aggressiveness to say if we get a defensive stop to run because running does the same exact thing. This is an older team. They will get tired. So if you can get those fast break points up, you know, beat them in the paint like we've been saying. And then, you know, when it comes down to it late in the game, if that last five minutes is when you need to do that, hopefully you've done your work already where you've you know, kind of ran them up and down that floor for three and a half quarters. And, you know, maybe that's the difference there where you get an extra shot or, you know, extra rebound late in these games. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, transition's always a big um, proponent, like you've been mentioning for weeks now, of when this team's out and out in the open floor, right, it opens up a lot of opportunities for them and, and makes even some of those other guys that um, – you know, like a Herb Jones, right? Najee Marshall, guys that aren't as efficient and lethal on the offensive end. It, it even allows for them to chip in at a high high ratio and um, um, high proponent of, of delivering um, on the offensive end. So um, certainly a big aspect of the game to, to play in transition as much as possible. Assuming you're playing in transition means you're doing a good job of, of limiting second chance points right from Los Angeles and, and are doing a good job on the on the defensive glass. So I think everything is very predicated amount around getting stops, getting the ball um, into the open floor, and then whatever you don't get, um, you know, make that Lakers team defend and, and put a lot of pressure on the rim. A um, lot of confidence that, that our team can can get any shot they, they pretty much want um, in the later stages of that shot clock. Just got to be patient enough and, um, you know, play with an edge and, and desire to get into your sets and, and get to your spots and, and run your stuff. Yeah, and I think there's one word that particularly I think of in this game, especially from start to finish, is, you know, there needs to be trust out there. And that kind of goes with this whole scheme. If Brandon and Zion and CJ have trust in these other guys and, you know, they hit a couple shots early or get a couple stops, 
you know, that's only going to be better and make the Lakers work even harder in that last stretch of the fourth quarter, like we're saying, because at this point, if a Trey Murphy's hit a couple threes or Herb's, you know, been driving and hitting some stuff here or there, like they're not going to be able to help off those guys as much as they would if they're not, you know, got it going. So hopefully that, you know, our main guys can give trust in those other dudes. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if those guys get us there to the five minute mark, you know, you got to put the ball in our two guys' hands and you live with the results at that point. And, you know, for better, or for worse, if we, they can get it done, awesome. If they can't, you know, it's been a great experience, hopefully that they've built over here and the trust that they're building as a team. So all exciting stuff tonight and, you know, just can't wait to see this matchup and how they perform here. Yep. Uh, I totally agree. Awesome opportunity to continue growing as a team and, and really leapfrog yourself into the the back half of this, uh, you know, December and, and early January calendar. And uh, I know we've got a favorable schedule coming out of this, so it'd be great to certainly advance tonight, get a chance to play in that title game um, on Saturday, and then um, really hit the ground running to make a strong push to the All-Star break. So um, certainly very excited for this. Um, number of things I'll be looking for in terms of setting the tone early. Um, but but hopeful our guys can can find a way to pull together and um, play the right way and, and and keeping this thing moving. No doubt about it, Pat. The lights are bright tonight. You know I like a handful of our guys in these types of moments. I kind of think you know us talking. They've been kind of written off just due to injuries and stuff over the past couple years. But super talented team. It in the uh, spotlight tonight against LeBron James. I don't see you know any better way or. Um, you know, way to write this story for this team. So excited about that. And, you know, let's go Pels. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it.